Last time on Universe RJ. Yo. Yeah. Yo. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yo. Let's get it. I know what you mean. Let's get it. Let's fucking go, bro. Give us that money. Give us those jobs. And we'll show you how it's done. We like bees. You know what I mean? You give us the flower, we'll take it to the honey, baby. You know? You are now listening to the universe according to Rex and Jonas. Greetings, humans. Welcome to the universe, according to Rex and Jonas. I am Rex, or Brian, uh, the sensual, deepest, darkest, most handsome, and reckless, and slightly gaseous of blacks. <laughs> and I am Jonas. <laughs> I am Jonas, the reliable, the sturdy, and the well-groomed brown? I don't know. Yeah, you're pretty well-groomed. You got good hair. Yeah, good hair. I like your Thank hair, you. man. Think about shaving it. I wish, I wish I had that kind of hair. Really? Yeah. Why? Why you want to shave it, huh, Jonas? Because I look like you. Because you want to be like me and Matt? Fuck you, Jonas. <laughs> Keep your fucking hair, Here's bitch. The thing. I want to see if people really do like me for me and not just because of my hair. <laughs> your hair's gonna, your head's going to look weird if you sh- shave it. You're going to have a weird... I bet your head's lumpy as It's fuck. not. I've had buzzed haircuts it before. It just... No, now it's lumpy because you had hair. When you first, we after you shave your head from having hair for a while, your hair looks fucking weird for a Does little it? bit, straight up. Yeah, because I remember, like my freshman year of college, I came into college with a lot of hair, uh-huh. and I did stupid shit with it. Like I tried to get a box, but my hairline was so far back, it just, I just looked like an off-duty cop. It was fucked. I've up. seen that hair, and then I was just like. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I was like, fuck this, I'm going to shave it. So I cut it. I got a haircut. And that first month that I had that haircut, mm-hmm. the top of my head was so goddamn pointy. It was fucking weird. I was like, what the fuck happened to my head? It used to be circular and perfect looking. I look like a goddamn cone head right now. But then eventually it's it smoothed out and it became normal again. So when you shave your head, your head's gonna look fucking weird for a little right. bit. I'm th- I'm thinking about it still though. Not like shave shave, but he's like not, he's not buzzed on it. the top and then straight up shaved on the side. Keep it mad short. I don't know. We'll see. He's not gonna do it. He's not gonna <laughs> do it. I'm scared. I'm scared to know. do it. I'm too scared to do it. Coward. I am. You're I'll admit it. I'm a scary cat little bitch. Um Anyways, we're not talking about how much of a bitch I am. That's for another episode. That's every other episode. Um, today we're spoiling some universe today. Rex, what we spo- what we spoiling? We're spoiling a section of Stephen King's universe. You know, yeah. what I mean? a little section of us, a little section known for chlorophobia. You know, what I mean? mm. a little fear clown. Is that what it is? Yeah, chlorophobia, something like that. I think that's what it is. Hey Siri, what is the fear of clowns? 
Hello, bitch. You better answer me. <laughs> bitch, what? Siri. Hey, Siri. What is the fear of clowns? The evil clown is a subversion of the traditional comic clown character in which the playful trope is instead that, rendered as disturbing hey, Siri. horror elements and dark humor. What is the phobia for reading? clowns? Chlorophobia, yeah, you're right. Okay, I was right. My series being like, yes, the evil clown is a subversion of the comical clown. I don't care about that. Tell me the name of it. Anyway, <laughs> Anyways, that we talking about? We're, ta <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about it. You know me. We're talking about not just it, you know not just in part two, which just came out. We're talking about both part one and part two, because Rex is like, let's talk about both of them. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. We'll just run through part one really quick because everybody's also. Seen it, you know? I do want to see a S Stephen King universe where all his monsters meet up and they fight. Well, you might get something close to that soon because you saw the trailer that came out before it, right? For uh, Doctor, yeah. Sue. But yeah. I also want to see a Steve the universe versus the Stephen King universe. Hmm. <laughs> Rex is like, What's... what is going on? Steven Universe versus Stephen King's Universe. So Stephen pulls a shield out of his stomach and just starts beating vampires to death. Yep. Or aliens. And running from clowns. Or aliens. He's got a little bit of everything in his books. Demons, vampires, interdimensional beings, space monsters, everything. Zombie families. Immortal. Zombie families, immortal vampires, gunmen, western gunmen, demon men, all sorts of shit. Shit. Children of the corn. Is that Stephen King? Yes. Ooh. Let's just go through uh, episode, not episodes, uh, part one really quickly. Let's just talk about our feelings towards that movie. How we, how we felt about it. I personally believe that It One is, a part one, is an amazing movie. Um, I it's really, really I'm good. I'm not stopping you there. That's a that is a true fact. Yeah, like this, the acting in it, especially from the kids, is really strong. Their performances are really good. There's some stuff that I wish that they had included that they didn't include, like the werewolf and um, um, the lumberjack wasn't in the first movie, but it was in the second. Uh, spoiler for that. But um, there's some stuff that wasn't included from the books that I'm glad wasn't there. Oh yeah, like the uh, yeah. like the ending. Yeah, the the orgy. Um, if you guys didn't hear that, yeah. Rex said the orgy. There's, there's. A, I don't. Let's not say it like that because it's not a good orgy. Uh, it's he, a bad he said it's like orgy. he said it like this. The orgy. The, the orgy. There's an orgy between kids. There's a kid. There's a child kids. orgy. Yeah, because they wanted to become closer or some shit. No, they had to. They had to do something to remember what had happened that day because they knew they would forget. Oh. So they fucked. That's, yeah, okay. Because something, um, something significant that has to happen, like something significant in their life that's something they won't forget, like losing their virginity. Do you remember losing your virginity? Yes, I do. I barely do. Wow, <laughs> guys. Rex fucks. Um, <laughs> that... 
was a long time ago. Anyway. Rex, I lost yeah, my virginity little... last week. I don't know. So I've lost my virginity so many times, Jonas. Like, it, wait, no, because mine grows back. That's how it works. Right? Yeah, mine too. So. Yeah, it, it grows back, and then they poke you in your butthole all over. Yeah, or put it in your mouth. You have two. You have many virginities all over your body. There's your mouth. There's your butt. There's also your ear. If you're yeah, I was that. gonna say, do you um, lose your ear virginity yet? That shit's crazy. Um, I got real close one time, but she was just being real squeamish. So I was like, just get away from my ear. You're gonna break my eardrum instead of my hymen. You know, yeah. like it was real. It was real weird. Yeah. Uh, there's also an eyebrow virginity. Didn't know that. It's That's like titty weird. fucking, but with eyebrows. They just slap their vulva onto your forehead, and you're like, "Oh, I lost my virginity." You do one of these. Yes, you like raise your eyebrows a couple of times while their clit is on your eyebrow. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's stimulating for both yeah. of you. Like Jim Carrey is known for his sexual prowess because he has the ability to raise his eyebrows individual oh, of each yeah, other. Yeah, him, him and Jack Black. Yeah, like, they are masters Sex of gods. Orgasms. Sex gods, if anything. Deities of the carnal pleasures. Like, I wish I had that skill. Um, but enough about us and our sexual prowesses with our various virginities. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know where that tangent went, but always, I enjoyed so it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. It part one. Um, it starts out with the kids at school. They're being bullied by an asshole ch- teenager whose name what's his name? Hen- uh, Henry Byers. Henry Byers. Henry Byers. Yeah. Um, and his three goons. We, we two of them he kills in a, in a deleted scene. I did not see the deleted scene, so I didn't know. Well, that. you don't Weird. really see them killed. It's just like them in the car. He he's like laughing with blood on his face, and they're just dead in the car already. Weird. I know. But the other one, thing happened. He got killed by Pennywise. By Pennywise. So. Fuck it. We just gonna tell what happened. He got killed by Pennywise. Pennywise kills a lot of people. In oh, that one. you in the beginning of the part one. Okay, here's the thing. These movies they don't hold back on children killing oh yeah child murder is rampant in these movies and you know what's weird is no one in this town cares that much and you're like why but then you kind of find out in part two a little bit um but this movie starts out with uh georgie uh who is um uh god what is his name bill's Bill's little brother, Georgie, he goes out to play um, by himself in the rain with a sailboat, and it goes down a drain, and he sees a clown. Also, oh, a clown. Question about that. Did you ever have wax that you could just, like, brush onto things? No. I never knew that existed. Like, when I did uh, uh, paper boats, I would just do crayon on the boat, right? No. I never made paper boats often, so I, I don't know. I went to school with a lot of white people, so we, we made paper boats all the time. Oh, uh, yeah. We just brought Pokemon cards to school when I was a kid. Oh, couldn't do that at my school because Pokemon evolved and evolution. And that is against, the devil. Yeah, it's against Christian, Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> Evolving Satan. Here you don't teach you our children science. Don't you um, bring those Lunchables in here with the Pokemon on it? You like Pokemon? How about you poke yourself into the confession booth right now and tell Jesus your sins? Damn it! Um, that was 
super weird. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they had that kind of stuff because what isn't wasn't their father like an architect? Because he had like plans and stuff in the basement or something. Was like it? That it makes I sense why was. Bill was so good at making random things of the of the basins or whatever. Yeah, because he got uh he got mad at Bill for using his supplies to make um a, basically an underground map of the sewers that lead all the way to the quarry. Yeah. Um so uh yeah, Georgie gets fucking ripped by Pennywise and disappears. Honestly, um, that was a great scene. Just his reaction to get his arm ripped off and crawling yeah. away. I was like, "Fuck, this feels so real." <laughs> yeah, it was it wasn't visceral, but it was like, "Shit, this kid's dead." Yeah. Um and Bill feels guilty about it, so he's constantly going towards going through the sewers trying to find any evidence of what happened to Georgie. Yeah. Um, he strings along his friends who are uh, Eddie um, Ricky. No, not Ricky. Richie. 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 And uh, it's usually this those three. Oh, and uh, Stanley. Stanley, too. Yeah, Stanley, too. Um, Eddie, Richie, and Stanley, they're usually with him all the time. They eventually meet the new kid, whose name is... Ben. Um, ben. Ben and... They and Mike. Him ben and, and, and Mike. Mike is the black kid who's constantly being treated like shit. And people blaming because him for the racism. death of his... Because of racism, they also blame him for the death of his parents, even though he was literally a toddler and, and did not do anything about it. His parents were they were drug they were druggies, right? I think they were drug. It's assumed that they were drug addicts, and their yeah. addiction caused them to set their house on fire and burn yeah. alive. Um. So they all get roped together because they are all being fucking tortured by someone in the school. Whether it's Bev being having literal garbage water dumped on her while she's in the stall or Ben almost getting fucking shish kebab by buyers and his gang and same with uh um Mike who almost gets beaten to death or no they almost ran him over with a car um yeah these guys have beef with some bullies and they start to notice that like there's some weird shit going on and it might be connected to the disappearance of Bill's brother, Georgie. And they all start to see shit. They start having these weird... They don't know that they're hallucinations, but they're basically hallucinating. Like, um, Ben uh, learns about the giant explosion that killed a bunch of kids, like, 27... or Well, it was years and years ago from when, in the past. Yeah. Um, but there were uh, kids who were like, there was one kid whose head ended up in a tree and he ends up seeing the charred carcass of this kid chasing him around in the library and it ends up turning into a clown. Um, Eddie, who is a huge hypochondriac because of his living situation with his mother, um, he be he sees a, a, what is it, a leper? Like a leper or something like that? Uh, yeah, it was a leper, man. Yeah, and he's just freaking out about that. That turns into a clown as well. Uh, Bev, who has a really disturbing relationship with her father, who is, uh, manipulative and implied to be, uh, like, sexually abusive towards her, 
Um, she just hears kids in the drain talking to her and blood shooting out all over the place. But mm-hmm. when her father checks on her, she he can't see the blood. He just sees her freaking out for no reason. Yeah. Um, they all go through something. Um, Except Rich, Richie really doesn't. Uh, well, near the end, kind of, he does. Richie doesn't because they didn't show it in the movie. They, didn't, they showed it in two, which was weird. Yeah. But no, near the end, he's like, oh, I don't like clowns. And then at near the end where they get to Pennywise's house, he gets yeah. to that room full of clowns. But it wasn't, it didn't feel like how Eddie's or Bev's or, you know, Ben's and how, how everyone's was uh, was manifested. Yeah, their all were more personal attacks targeted for yeah. them. His, he it just so happened to be what Pennywise is, was a clown. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm scared of clowns. But, like, you see in part two, we're just going to delve into part two. They have flashbacks in part two. Apparently, Richie got chased around the park by a giant fucking lumberjack. Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan. He got chased around by a giant statue of Paul Bunyan that turned out to be Pennywise. Yeah. And... It's never explicitly stated that he's afraid of Paul Bunyan or... But oh, yeah, just a, a giant statue attacking you is pretty scary, nonetheless. Yeah, and I, f- I don't... Okay, I feel like I missed something, because you watched It 1 recently. Yes. Is it ever implied... Is anything ever implied about um, Richie's sexuality? No, because that's something that they kind of added in the second movie. That was weird. That was a weird... Like, I... Totally fine with Richie being gay. Totally yeah. chill with it. So I just don't know why they didn't include it in part one. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about that in part two when we talk about part two. But, um, yeah, all the kids kind of get these um, uh, hallucinations and all that, and they realize what's going on, and they decide to take the fight to, it. to Pennywise and stop it. Yeah. And they do. And, and they do. They, they do for the for the, uh, you know, until he kind of like is hungry, uh, has to go to his slumber and stuff like that. Yeah, cause he's he been eating a lot, so he's like, oh fuck it, I'm just gonna give up for now. Cause Pennywise's strength is dependent upon fear, and yeah. while they were fighting him, they weren't afraid of him. Yeah. Especially like what was I think the straw that broke the camel's back was him throwing up on Eddie and Eddie losing his shit. I thought it was when. Oh yeah, I guess that did kind of that was kind of a turning point too. But there was a part where Bill like kind of sacrificed himself, and Pennywise was like, "You guys leave, I'll keep Bill, and I'll kill him." And Bill's like, "Just, just go, guys. It was my fault. Just go." And you just see Richie grab a uh, like he's like, "You bring me down to this fucking sewer, in this water, and now I gotta kill this fucking clown." And he, like, pulls a butt out. I was like, that's a fucking badass moment right there for Finn Wolfhart. It was. Because they beat and this shit out of him. Even, even Stanley, like, who was, who's honestly the weakest link of the group. Yeah. Um, which you find out in the second movie as well. But most, in the first movie, he's also considered the weakest link. Um, he is fighting alongside everybody, not afraid of Pennywise at this moment. Because he's with his, with his team his, yeah. his friends and everybody's fucked up like stanley's got bite marks on the side of his face fucking uh bev's been floating for like bev hours. saw the deadlights and can fucking she's just been floating for a while um 
Mike is a little emotionally traumatized because he thinks he killed a guy. Yeah. Fucking uh, Eddie's arm ben, was broken. Ben Ben's is the only good one because he he got a kiss out of of Bev that when she was passed out. No, not even him because he's got wounds on his stomach. Remember they cut his stomach. That's true. That's true. They cut his fucking stomach. Well, not him. Not him. Also, Pennywise did cut him too. Yeah, he did. So it's just like what the fuck. All these kids are fucked up except for like. Bill. Bill, he's kind of okay, Richie. but he's dealing with his brother Richie. Richie's all right because well, he had to deal with the clown thing and being locked in there with him, but he he came out fine ish. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I'm just gonna say this. Um, I think it's so funny that. Uh, and like <laughs> that Ben kissed Beverly to wake her up, but then everyone was just like. Whoa, okay, hey, what are you doing, man? Hey, what the fuck? Because you know what? She doesn't want to get kissed by a fatty. <laughs> just, Whoa, the fat kid just kissed the girl of our group. What the fuck, dude? Um, she doesn't want that. She wants that skinny bill, baby. Yeah, she wants that bill because she thinks he wrote her a poem, even though he didn't. <laughs> which, is, which is weird because, like, why didn't Ben just be like, no, I, I wrote that poem? He was probably not confident in himself because he was a little fat kid, and he was like, oh. She'll That's never true. like me. Like, I was the fat kid at one point, and I remember being like, wow, she's really pretty, but she'll never like a fatty McFatterson like me. Rex, were you me? No, Jonas, you were me. <gasps> All right. Yeah, okay, fat just kids. real. Two fat kids. Let's make a show called Two Fat Kids. Two fat that kids. One, that would not go over well. Um, I think you'd be fine if we're both fat. Well, you're not fat, but I'm fat. Um, I'm fat on the inside still. Yeah, true. Your liver is Uh, super chunky. It is. (laughs) Uh, that just. I just want to. I don't know why. I just thought of this, but uh, do you know the girl, the woman that started um, Crazy Ex Girlfriend? That show, Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Yeah, I I know her face. I don't know her name. Rachel something, but Mm -hmm. she just announced that she was three months pregnant Mm. uh, when she won her Emmy and. She delivered this so well where she was like, I- I'm three months pregnant and I-, I get to share this with my child and be like, hey, you were there when I won this Emmy. So thank you, everybody. And then someone goes, what are you going to name the child? And she goes, well, what's your name? And he goes, Mike. All right. And then just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> like she's like, I'm agreeing to that. All right, All right Mike. Let's do it. I like that. Mike. Bye. Actually, I'm going to send it to you because I did save it because I thought it was hilarious. Meet Rebecca. I just know that song from Re- that. Yeah. She's the coolest girl in the world. Wait, wrong, Rebecca. Um, but yeah. Uh, after all is said and done, they beat up Pennywise. They go through trials and tribulations and being ignored by adults. Um, They make a pact and they all, for some strange reason make deep gashes into their hands so that they won't forget what happened and that yeah. if it ever comes back, they can come back um, and beat it up again. So, so that moment is when they're supposed to have that orgy. Yeah, but instead they cut their hands and leave scars, which is fine. I don't know why they had to make the scars so damn deep like they did, but, you know. Oh, because they have to... Be- it has to be remembered. Oh, yeah, because it's got to be painful, you know. Yeah. The broken arm and the face wounds isn't enough. they got to have hand scars, too. No. You but, know what I did like? Uh, so as we jump into the second movie, 
and we meet the adult versions of these characters, I really enjoyed that they kept those scars on Stanley's face. Yeah. From the bite marks. I thought I was like, that's very good. That was very good. By the way, I think I feel like young Stanley and old Stanley, those are the two people that looked exactly alike. Young Stanley and old like, Stanley? Yeah. I did not see it. Really? Uh-uh. I saw it. I saw who do you think looked the most of course, you alike? you know the answer. It's young Eddie and old Eddie. Like oh, yeah, it's one true. to one with those two. I was like, holy shit. The only ones Look at look look at young Stanley and look at old Stanley again. I promise you. I look at him again. The only ones who didn't look alike were young Bill and old Bill. They didn't look like look alike at all to nah, me. They, they look at, um, they everybody else was pretty good. Like Isaiah Mustafa being uh, Mike was good. Uh, the guy who played Ben, the older Ben, actually had some very Ben mannerisms. His like, face, there was a, no, their faces are similar too. Yeah, they had a like this little smirk that Ben does. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's I can see Ben right there. I'm very sure they made these people hang out with these children for like at oh, least a couple weeks and be like, pick up their mannerisms to start acting like the kids. Yeah. Because What's the guy who the played, girl? who, uh, Jessica Chastain? No, but what's the girl's name? Uh, the young girl? Yeah. No, 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 just the girl. Bev. Bev. I didn't think that, I didn't think Jessica Chastain kind of looked like the. She didn't, so. but she's ginger, so it works. Yeah. I um, guess. But what were you gonna say? You know who would have looked more like her would have been um, Christina Hendricks. Oh, Christina Hendricks, I think, or Amy. Not, not. Mm, I don't know about Amy Adams. I think Christina Hendricks would have been better because they both have like really big eyes. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but yeah. Um. Most of the casting was really good. Even, like, you see some, like, other older characters. Like, you see older buyers, and he still has a mullet. But he's, like, haggard looking now because he's been locked up for, like, most most of his yeah. life. And um, you see the older girl, the bully. What was her name? I can't remember her name. It wasn't important. I don't know. She's but, still uh, dressing like it's 1985. 80s. But they kept the same dad and just put makeup on him. Yeah. But his lips were so buttholy. It was weird. Right? It was super weird. It was like he looked like a creepy. He pervert. had no lips. He looked just like a creepy pervert. Um. So it looked like he someone cut his lips. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, it part two uh starts out in the future with Bill. Um. He's a s- no. No, it actually starts off. Um, oh no! It starts with, off at a carnival. With a really bad hate crime, I was kind of like, I kind of like cringed at it a little bit. Yeah, I for- so, I forgot that that happened in the books. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a gay couple, they're at a carnival. One of the guys wins a stuffed animal and gives it to a little girl. Um, and they're just walking and talking about moving out of Derry. It takes place, the whole thing takes place in Derry, Maine, which isn't a real place. Um, but um, they're just talking about getting out but, of there. But... We also talk about like how one of they also mentioned that one of them grew up in Derry. Yeah, one of them grew up in Derry. Um, and as they're leaving, this young person, uh, gender is nondescript. I guess they were a guy, but they kind of sounded like a girl. Um, they just come up and start harassing the shit out of them for no reason. Yeah. And uh, one of the guys, the gay, one of the gay guys said something and i was just like that's your that's your insult and then i was the i i, I turned to the 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 
bully, and I was like, oh, you're insulted by that? Was it the hair thing? Like, it's like, yeah. The Meg Ryan the Meg hair Ryan thing. Hair. Yeah, I was like, huh, that's an interesting comeback. I was, but it offended him. It offended the He's shit. He's like, hey, look. I ain't looking like no Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks all the way. I think that anything that would have been said would have offended him be just because that guy is gay. Yeah. Um, but still. So these guys are leaving, and then these three or four assholes come up and just start assaulting the shit out of them. And uh, the one who called the guy's hair shitty is beating him to a pulp, and he's still throwing quips at him like your hair's still shitty and he's like all this other stuff and he throws him off a bridge in front of his fiance and mm-hmm. um his fiance tries to run down and save him and when he gets down to the riverside he sees uh his fiance being pulled out of the water by a clown mm-hmm. and as soon as he sees his fiance in the arms of a clown he just sees the clown rear his head back and unchange its jaw and just take a chunk out of him. And he starts freaking the fuck out. And uh, next thing we see is a man sitting in a room by himself. And he is uh, listening to police scanners and he hears what's going on. And he goes out there. Um, there was a scene where a bunch of balloons float down and Pennywise disappears with the man's body. And uh, when we see later who this man is it is an older Mike who's still in Derry after all this time and he finds one of the pop yeah. balloons and he starts contacting the rest of the losers club he also sees a sign that says come home that's blood dripping upward yeah he does so on the bridge. he automatically knows oh shit he's back um and the one thing that was missing like that whole scene is horrific um watching these two people get accosted then assaulted for their sexuality uh the main thing that was missing from that was in the books it is made very clear that all of that happened because pennywise influenced it to happen and it wasn't made clear it was just like oh like this horrible thing happened pennywise was just happened to be there and capitalize off of it um, but Pennywise totally facilitated that whole thing happening. He manipulated one of the people into assaulting them. So, um, yeah. that was missing, but you know, whatever. Uh, then it fast forwards to Bill, who is a uh, writer, um, which yeah. I feel like was a self insert for Stephen King. Oh, it, it definitely was. Definitely was, especially talking about the whole, the reoccurring joke of like, oh yeah, the movie, the endings to your books suck. Um, but he's having, uh, marriage troubles. Uh, clearly his wife is an actress and she's in the movie adaptation of his, one of his, uh, latest books. And he is trying to come up with a better ending, but is not able to do so. Um, Mm -hmm. when he gets the call from Mike, that shit's going down. He's got to come home. But Mike doesn't tell him what's going on. He's just like, you got to come back to Derry. Um, so yeah. he goes. And then, like, he, he kind of also, when he knows that it's, when he hears that it's Mike, his hand starts to hurt. Yeah. So there's a residual pain coming from rem- kind of remembering. Yeah. Oh, something else happened. 
after that he calls the next person who would be um Eddie yeah oh was it Eddie it was Eddie I th- no it's yeah it was Eddie it, it was, was Eddie, Eddie next he was, he was talking to his wife he's like an insurance adjuster his wife is just like his mom and yeah. he's talking to her heavy set woman yelling really loud like their marriage does not seem happy at all yeah i think he was just looking for someone to replace his mom um yeah and uh there she's pretty much yelling about him being out and how he could get killed and all this other stuff uh which um uh, spoilers since this is a spoiler verse it's kind of foreshadowing um but um she was just worried, and he's like, hey, I'm... More... She's like, you could get hurt, you could get into a car accident. He goes, I'm more likely to get in a car accident right now driving, talking to you, than I am just driving normally. And mm-hmm. uh, he hangs up on her. He gets another call from Mike. He's like, hey, it's Mike Hanlon from Derry. And he gets into a car accident. Not a serious one. But he's just like, oh, yeah. shit. Hey, Mike, what's going on? With... Uh, Eddie is also in this... And this movie is a lot funnier. There's so many more funny I think that, moments in this movie. I think that he carries the same energy that original Eddie had from the first movie. But I feel like they gave him more. Yeah, they definitely gave him a lot more to work with. Because he's older now. And he's like, I'm a man. Yeah. And I'm, but I'm still the same terrified, germophobic kid that I was at the same time. Um... The next, uh, then it's Eddie. No, it's, um, it's, uh, it's Richie. Richie. Richie, who gets the phone call. We don't see him take the phone call. We just see the aftermath, which is him throwing up from being nervous about it, and it completely yeah. fucking up his uh, set because he's a stand-up comedian now. Mm-hmm. Um, next up was ben. ben, who's like an architect or something. Yeah, but the the best part about this is they they show the name of the company, which is Ben Hanslin or whatever his last name is, mm-hmm. um, and then it shows a chubby guy that kind of looks like Ben a little bit. Yeah, and, and then and then it goes well. What do you think about Mister? What do you think about that, Mister Hanslin? And it shows Ben hot, this nice sexy buff guy now, played by a hot Australian. I've never seen a non handsome Australian. Have you? Have you seen the older Hemsworth? He's still handsome. He's handsome-ish, but he's the ugliest one. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's their ugly, it's still pretty handsome. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, uh, but yeah, we, he, uh, we find out that there's so many questions to this that I have, but we'll as we go on, we'll we'll start talking about it more. But he has like a, a yearbook page with. Uh, Bev's name that was from the first movie. Why have you held on? Uh, still in his long, dude. Why did he hold on for that that long? Like, holy uh, shit! Because he has such a big crush on Bev. That's a real big. That's it. It okay. <laughs> but um, so after that, it it pans up to the stars. We get closer to one of the stars, and we look, and there's an eye coming through the hole, and it's Stanley putting a puzzle together. Uh, Stanley basically has the most normal, achieved life. Yeah, he's just a guy. He's got a wife. 
married. I think he's also in accounting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very Jewish job. He and he gets a call, um, and we see his call, and we see he we see the direct aftermath of his call, which is he he's the one that remembers the clearest. Yeah. Because everyone else is like. What, Mike? What's up, man? I haven't heard from you. And why you, you want me to come to, back to Derek? What for? They don't remember Pennywise, but Stanley does. Yeah. Stanley clearly remembers Pennywise, and it it sends him into a a, a fear to he. He's too afraid. To where he he too afraid. He's because Mike told him, "Hey, you got to come back to Derry." He is afraid to go back to Derry. And that fear is so strong um, that he, I, I'm like, like you said, he remembers instantly. Like, what the fuck is up? He knows his fear is gonna outweigh anything that he can do if he goes back to Derry. And unfortunately, um, instead of going back, he chooses to take his life while he's in the bathtub um and as you see his hand hanging over the side of the tub and the blood is dripping down uh it drips over into uh, another scene which is just a woman in a bed with her husband and it's older bev and she feels the blood drip on her face and it wakes her up um and we see bev she gets the call from mike as well she answers it and she's instantly up and getting ready to go but as she's trying to leave her husband stops her and he's trying to convince her to just like not you know well he's trying he's just saying that he trusts her and he's like you know if you gotta go you gotta go but then suddenly takes a turn where he calls her a liar because even though she did tell him the truth she told him the truth she said I'm going to see some friends of mine back in my hometown in Derry and he says, no, I heard what you said. You said, Mike, who's Mike and all this other stuff. And he goes into a jealous rage and starts attacking her. Where? So from what we can gather from this is that I, I guess Bev has not been a fa- faithful in her marriage. Yeah, possibly. Before, but um, her, which has caused her husband to be very hostile and paranoid a very toxic relationship uh in this but um it leads to a very another another cringeworthy um scene where she gets physically abused uh like hit so many times with a belt on her arm like it leaves it leaves massive bruises on her arms yeah uh, throughout this, movie. he also threatens to assault her. Um, but before he does, she's oh, able yeah. to fend him off, and she smacks a f- picture frame across his face, or was it a lamp or something like that? Some, I think, I think it was a. It was something frame. heavy though, and she was able to get away. And you just see him chase after her and go, "You're never going to be anything without me." So it is assumed that he was the provider in the family, and she was more like a like a, a housewife of sorts. Um, but yeah. she is able to get away and head straight to Derry. Uh, and we get the classic, uh, the iconic Chinese restaurant scene. Yeah. 
They all meet up in the Chinese restaurant. Mike's there first. Bill shows up second. Everybody starts filing in. And they just... And they all have a good time. a good time. They start eating, start reminiscing. There's a lot of good moments in the scene. Like when Ben and, and Bev and Richie first come in and they see everyone else. And then they're just like, hey, it's you. And then you just see Richie just go. Cause he's all, cause he, you know, yeah, he's, <laughs> but, um, that was a great moment. Just the, just the back and forth talking. Also, there was a lot of talking heads in this, in this, uh, scene where it's just close up of everyone's face. Yeah. You, it was really you see, uh, you see Richie and, uh, Eddie just, just start getting into it. Like they're fucking 12 year olds again or 13 year olds. I don't remember yeah. how old they were in the first movie. Um, they were they were pretty much the same way. Yeah, and they're just making your mom jokes. It's like, oh yeah, I got married. You didn't know? Yeah, I married your mom. You, you didn't see it? I thought you were. And I feel like that was like um, what's his name? Bill, the guy who plays uh, Bill. James McAvoy. Ja- James McAvoy. That was a great reaction by him, where he spits his beer back in <laughs> yeah. to his cup. I was like, man. That was almost a ludicrous and Tyrese moment from the Fast and the Furious uh, Six. I feel like they didn't expect him to say that. He was like, "Better hide, better hide that big ass forehead." Hide your baby, uh. That was a good thing. Hide uh, your big ass forehead. Hide that big ass forehead. Someone posted that and he goes, "This is what Tyrese said." The Rock. They're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, they're all having a good time reminiscing. But then they kind of they kind of mentioned that Stanley yeah, didn't show up. Um, and then um, uh, Mike drops the hammer. That old Benny Wise is back, and everybody's yeah. And they they kind of like they're kind of like. Pennywise, like they start to remember about Pennywise, and even Bill's stutter starts like to come back. He gets so fucking nervous, his childhood stutter returns, and because they yes. know, oh fuck, the clown, the clown is back. Yeah. So, and they they're kind of like at the same time they're just like, no, that was that wasn't real, that wasn't real, that wasn't our life, that was just something we made up when we were kids or something like that. They're trying to they're trying to rationalize it as something that's that didn't not, actually happen, but uh, that, that, it totally did. Yeah, but then when the fortune cookies come, and they open it and they get these weird fortune with just one word stuff, each of them have a letter forming a sentence that said Stanley I guess, couldn't cut it. Uh, Stanley couldn't cut and... it, and in the original. I think Stanley in the original miniseries, Stanley's head is in the bowl of fortune. I right? think it was, but his head doesn't come into play until later in this one. Um. Yeah. Um. Well, his adult. Yeah, head at all. Place. Um. It was a weird choice to have, have it not be the adult head, but um. Well, they wouldn't have known that head, I guess, because they never saw him as an adult. Um, that's true. But yeah, like they see the fortune cookies and they start freaking out, and then the fortune cookies just start coming to, not coming to life as in the fortune cookies become little sentient things. No shit comes out of the fortune cookies, like an eye, 
like a a a eyeball a bug with yeah, a baby face on uh, it there was one with that was just an arm that was crawling around there were heads inside of a fish tank everybody's freaking the fuck out yeah i was kind of i was kind of hoping that it would like the the creatures would form a, a, a an animal yeah. of some sort and then the black did. fiery tar stuff from the first movie starts coming out of the bowl and Mike just goes full WWE on it and grabs a chair and starts beating the shit out of the table. Despite knowing that none of this is real. And then the waitress walks in. She's like, is everything all right? And you just see Mike beating an empty table with a chair. And they're like, she's she also she's seems super chill about it. But like, you got to understand, this is dairy. This is dairy. Also, what kind of Chinese restaurant is this? They obviously had food delivered mm. to their table, but it's also a buffet. I don't know. Maybe they do it a la carte. Who knows? Um, That's weird. Who does that? Yeah, Who does that for a buffet? Fucking knows. Uh, God, it was skinny, skinny white people. White with people. Their fancy Chinese restaurants. <sighs> Disgusting. Anyway, um, they uh so as they they start to come out because they fear, realize okay this is real this is something that's happening right now they they start to realize um some they they have to leave and then as they're leaving there's a kid that goes hey Richie uh what does he say it's like time to play or, or something like that something like that and he and Richie starts and freaking then, the fuck out and screaming at this child and he's like da 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 the, the thing from your show. I'm a fan. And then he goes, those are your parents, right? Like, that's the first <laughs> thing like, he me. says. Those are your parents. Great delivery by Bill H- Bill Hader kills yes. it in this movie. Like, this is the first movie that's, I mean, it's comedic, but it's also outside of his yeah, cause, genre. Because yeah, it is a horror film. He handles, he, he transitions into horror really well. He did. Mm, I mean, have I you seen Barry? I heard by it's the way? great, though. You, it's really good. Um, I suggest you watch it because you have my HBO. I mean, you could, you could watch it. It's really good. Maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> I got two days off. I can see what I can do. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, and then he offers them an autograph, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Well, well I look like an asshole. And all of them are getting ready to leave. Not even just leave the restaurant, just leave Derry in general. Because they're like, nah, we're not fucking dealing with this clown. And then they call Stanley um, to find out where he is. And they find out that Stanley uh, had killed himself. And they start freaking out even more. Because they're like, fuck, it already got to Stanley and Stanley's gone. What are we going to do? Um... So they all, what happens after that? They all go back to the. They all try to go. They're trying to leave, and Mike convinces Bill by giving Bill this root extract that kind of makes him hallucinate a little bit, and he shows him what he saw the Native Americans did before yeah, to stop. We find out that Pennywise is much much older than it is he is initially thought to be. And that he's not just some demon that sprouted from the earth. He's actually uh, 
an alien an of alien. sorts. More, I wouldn't even say alien, really. Um, I would say he's more of a. I mean, he called himself a. Devil yeah, I would definitely call him more of a Lovecraftian eldritch god, of some sort. Uh, he came from the stars. He landed on what would eventually become Derry, uh, long before, like millions of years before any of this happened and he's been there he's taken many forms he was initially like an eagle or something he would eat uh the native people there um i have to ask he calls himself mm-hmm. devourer of worlds how long does it take for him to devour a world because he's doing this every 27 years okay so the way that children? i gather it is is that he has probably run through planets prior to coming to earth and he's done it probably he could probably he could probably devour earth quickly but he's probably been doing it for so long that he would rather than rather than do all of the work He'll just have his food come to him now, which is what he's been doing, because uh, he finds uh, fear more delicious than he does just going out and hunting something and then being scared that way. He would rather freak it the fuck out than eat it, because not only does it give Mm -hmm. him strength, it makes it more delicious for him. That's what I remember from the books Um, or the book. Uh, So... He falls to Earth, he sets up shop in Derry, and he starts to manipulate things so that, uh, because he was initially like an eagle and a monster and appearing as these different things to the natives, but they figured out a way to deal with him. It didn't work, but they did have a way of dealing with him if they needed to. And instead of him going out and hunting for things, he just figured, you know what, I'm just going to manipulate the situation around me so that a food source is built around me. A town is literally mm-hmm. built around where he crashed. Because I think that sewer system is... I think where he is in the sewer system is smack dab in the middle of Derry. So, oh, yeah, it is. He, had an, he basically had an all-you-can-eat buffet built around him. All he has to do is scare his food. Who are the easiest people to scare? Children. Who are easy to mm-hmm. manipulate adults because they don't believe in him. So he can manipulate mm-hmm. children, eat them as much as he wants. Nobody knows it because he's manipulating the adults' minds to be like, well, I guess the kid just disappeared. Meanwhile, the rest of the nation is like, mm-hmm. why does a small town in Maine have such a high murder rate? No one knows. We're just finding bodies in the sewers. No one knows. Um, yeah. But uh, we find that uh, everyone's back at the hotel after Bill has convinced, has been convinced by Mike. Bev actually kind of reveals that she saw Stanley die, and she's also yeah. seen everyone else die, um, and how they die if they don't stop Pennywise. So they don't have a choice um, but to stop him. So, the, or at least try. Yeah. So, so at this point, Mike kind of convinces them. This is what we have to do to stop Pennywise. I've looked. I've done the research. This is what we do, and they had to find. They each had to find a token, and they had to do it themselves. Uh, this is what makes the movie. So when you watch the movie, I, I think I told you I was, this. I was like, 
it's as long yeah, as it feels. At this point, they are like this. I'm gonna be honest with you. This movie feels like a video game in comparison to the first movie because they go on fetch quests. Oh, yeah. And there's there's a Basically. boss at the end of their fetch quest every time. Like uh, the first person, I think is Bev, right? They oh no, they don't. They go to get uh, Stanley's first because he's not there. Um, Stanley's first, yeah. So they find the clubhouse um, that we didn't see in the first movie, but see in this movie. Then I, I don't know if you know this, but they did de-age those kids. Did they? Weird. Yeah. That's why Richie kind of looks a little weird because he is Finn Wolfhard is the most yeah, different looking out of all the kids. So he, if you look at him, yeah. he kind of looks a little different. It it kind of it kind of went, uh, you know, the uncanny valley route. It almost like felt uneasy about the way he looked. But there was a there was a good comedic scene in that where he hands uh. Richie Stanley hands Richie a, a hair net. And then, like, why do you have? Uh... No one's gonna. We're we're not gonna wear that. And then you see Stanley move, and everyone behind yeah. him is putting it on. I was like, like that's why, a good comedic scene right there. Like for spiders, I'm gonna get in their hair. And like no one's gonna wear that, and you just see everybody and just got one on because they're like, I don't want no fucking spiders in my goddamn hair. And also, it was it was so I just well acted too. I got a few just gripes like, with uh, this movie, oh. but we'll get into it later because the clubhouse thing was confusing. Like they never talk about it in the yeah. last movie, and it's never like how much time passed at the end of the last movie between them fe- defeating it and then Bev leaving. Was it like a month? Yeah, I don't know because it wasn't even. It was before. I felt like it was before they even fought Pennywise. That that scene where they're all like found the where they where Ben shows them the clubhouse and all that. I felt like that was before yeah, Pennywise. Ben, I don't know if it was before or after, and just like the retconning of Richie's part where they could have just included it in the first movie is just is just strange. Um, yeah. Um, but they found this this token and then they. Mike says that he they ought to find their own tokens, so I think yeah, it was she Beth goes to first. her old apartment where she lived with her father. There's no woman living there now. Um, the old lady invites her in. She basically tells her, "Oh, your father died," um, and Bev didn't know because she had not contacted him since she left Derry, probably. Um, yeah, and she goes to her old room, which is like a seamstress room right now, and she prize open a piece of the wall that had roaches in it and uh, she pulls out the letter or not the letter the poem that was written mm. to her by who she believes was Bill but was actually Ben um as soon as she's getting ready to leave the old lady uh it was like oh I got some cookies and some tea or whatever why don't you come eat some with me and the old lady is acting fucking mm. weird Straight out the gate, she's just acting mm-hmm. fucking strange, and she goes back to oh she's like oh I got some cookies in the oven I'll be right back, and as she goes in there she's talking about her father, and she was like oh yeah my father worked mm-hmm. for the circus, he was a clown or whatever, 
and then she like her voice starts to distort and change and she's like I'll I used to Are be you daddy's still little daddy's little girl, Bevy. And then Bev turns around and sees this giant, grotesque, naked titty monster running towards her. <laughs> and she's like, holy fucking shit. I was not expecting it to look like that. I thought it was just going to look like the naked old lady. <laughs> but it was like, nope, this is a giant, this is yeah. a scary titty ogre. And it's chasing after Bev now. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, loose titties. Swanging. Loose. Swanging. Swanging. Um, but there, like, there were just everything else about it. it. The monster itself was so weird. But bef- the beforehand where you see her in the background doing all these weird movements, walking around buck naked from, from mm-hmm. one wall to the other, that was creepier than the actual yeah. monster lay. Um, that so I like that creepy aspect, but Bev is able to escape. She got her token, which was and, the uh, which was the. But poem before she goes, she sees. Um, doesn't she see Pennywise as Pennywise yeah, before, before he, he was even a clown, like in his like regular person looking Pennywise, and him in the process. Yeah, which is like, I. I thought well, this is such a weird scene. We don't need it, but it's a scene that I replay in my head a lot, which is the, uh, the where he's laughing. He's like, oh, 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 oh. and I was like, that's such a good. Yeah. I don't know why. It, it's uh, so well played. And by like, Bill there, there's a, there's the question of like, why does Pennywise choose to be a clown? Like, out of all the things that he could be, mm-hmm. and if you think about the time in which he probably started doing this, he probably killed that circus guy years ago like mm-hmm. long time ago mm-hmm. because he knows okay what's what's in the circus clowns who likes clowns kids like clowns what do i like to eat children mm-hmm. so i'm kids. gonna be a clown to get close to kids so i can eat them um but bev is able to get her token and she gets away uh next up we deal with it wasn't Richie, was it? I don't remember who was next. Eddie was last. I thought Bill was last. Because Bill gets his bite. Yeah. Does he? Maybe well, he doesn't. His last. bike isn't his token, but he gets his bike back. Um. Yeah. I think it was Richie. Richie might have been next. Uh, Richie has a flashback to a scene that we never see in the movie, um, which was we yeah. see him in the arcade playing Street Fighter once, but I don't think he was playing with that kid that he was in the movie. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. he's playing Street Fighter with this kid. Uh, there was it was. They they're were having, having a good, good time, time too. The scene is vaguely inaccurate because they're playing Street Fighter one against each other, and they're both. Yeah. Which didn't come out in the it 80s. It did come out in the 80s, but you couldn't play it against other people. It was like, it was a fighting game, but you could only choose Ryu or Ken, and you could only fight against the computer. But Rampage wasn't in the 80s, right? Because they have a Rampage I'm trying to think, in the was Rampage in the 80s? I think it might have been 90s. I can double check. But... Yeah. Um, but yeah, that. he's playing Street Fighter against this kid. They're having fun. 
Because this was this was a moment where it was after Richie and them got into a fight. Richie and yeah. Bill got into a um, fight. Richie had gone off on his own. He was doing his own thing. He was going to go play games. And he, it gets to a scene where he, after they play, the kid starts to leave. And Richie's like, hey, I have one more quarter. You want to play again? And, like, the I don't know. It just didn't feel like, what are you trying to do? You trying to, you gay? Are you gay? I'm not trying to get gay with you. But it's like, there was, he just wants to play games. like. And then his cousin, know. who happens to be Byers, comes out and basically runs Richie out of the arcade. And Richie goes and just mm-hmm. sits in the park by himself. And he sees the Paul Bunyan statue, and he looks away, and he looks back at the Paul Bunyan statue, but it's gone. It's gone. And he looks to the side, and it's right beside him, screaming at him, chasing him with a giant pickaxe with his splintered wooden mouth fucking spitting shit out at him. Uh, Rampage came out in 1986. Mm. So, I guess. um, When did it part one take? 2017 but you could you but know. anyways um it flashes it goes back and forth to uh richie uh seeing uh the uh, seeing everything in the park his token was an actual token from the arcade but throughout this um throughout this scene like what's being played out is that richie is yeah. gay he has been gay um you you would think oh that's just Henry and them making fun of him saying that he is gay, but then Pennywise when he gets to see older Richie he goes I know your secret your dirty little secret, and the secret is that he's gay and, and he doesn't tell anyone. So uh, at this I moment, didn't like I didn't like how that is, was just thrown in. It is doxing. Yeah, Richie. I didn't like how that was just thrown in. I felt like if they were gonna do this, it should have definitely led up. Like, at least hinted at it in the original movie. I don't know if there were deleted scenes of it, maybe. But they should have hinted or, like, at le- like leaned, leaned into it. Because it felt like it was just something thrown in at the last second. Like, okay, now we're going to yeah. talk about Richie's sexuality. Kind of. Not really say anything about it. But we're going to insinuate things. They should have had that an over... They should have had that as a thing throughout the entire first movie. Unless, like, did Byers ever call Richie a slur in the first movie? That I I can't remember if he did or not. I can't I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Street Fighter came out in '87. So did Donkey Kong, not Donkey Kong, Rampage, and uh, it part one takes place in '88. So it's been out for like a year. Still can't play it against people, which is mm-hmm. weird. Well, um, let me see. After that, uh, who was next? Um, I think was it Ben? ben? Yeah, I think it was Ben because he went to the high school. Um. Yeah, but Ben had his token. Yeah, I don't know why he went to the school. They were like, "Go find your token." Just to get a good. I guess he did. Get a, what is it? I guess he found. He was like, "This is my token." Yeah. So he was like, "I'm gonna After go reminisce on horrible times where I was bullied." Yeah, and he he has a he has a. Uh, dream about him and not a dream a flashback of Pennywise torturing him in, in school in summer school where he makes Bev look like Ghost Rider yeah 
basically. Which looked pretty fucking sick. It was cool. She was just like, because Ben was about to lean in and kiss her in the flashback, and she was like, oh my god. <laughs> like, what would. You think I would kiss you, you fat fuck? What makes you think I want to kiss your fat ass? It turns into a flame monster and chases that's him. My, that's, that's honestly my fear. That was my fear in high school as well. Damn. I feel that, though. Yeah. Then uh, um, he goes and he hides in his locker, and uh, as soon as they, as soon as he's, as soon as I see him in the locker and there's a poster behind him with a full grown person on it, I think it was one of the new yeah. kids on the block. I was like, oh, so something's gonna appear there. That's no, was it? There, because it was a black guy. There's no black guys. In that the, was a white dude, Jonas. <laughs> was it? Yeah. It looked like a black dude no, to me. That was just because the locker room was dark. Is was a white know. guy. Look, look pretty black to me. Jonas, Jonas, we need to have a conversation about your eyesight later, bud. Um, yeah, yeah. It was one of the new kids on the block. Um, and as soon as he looks back, he sees Pennywise just hanging out mm-hmm, in the locker course. with him. Call him a fatty. Yeah, you little fat boy. But, but. He, but Ben is able to slip out of the locker while Penny, Pennywise is not. So who's the real fat one, Pennywise? Pennywise. About that? Pennywise thick as fuck, bro. Yeah, big, you fat ass. Nah, he's not fat. Pennywise. No, he's not fat, Jonas. He's, he's, he's fat. thick as no. He's thick as fuck, Jonas. No, I'm tra- Jonas. He's a, he's, he's, a de- he's a demon. Jonas. I'm trying to. I'm bullying him to death. Jonas. He's thick as fuck right now. And the clap of his ass cheeks is preventing him from eating these children. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ben gets away and like he transforms into his older self again and runs into a janitor. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like his was kind of a waste of time because he had his in his back yeah, pocket the whole really time. It really was a waste of time. Yeah, they could have easily cut that out and just been like, "This is my token. This is my token. I'm going to stay at the hotel." Ha ha ha. Uh, s- so uh eddie uh we get eddie's and his is a pretty good flashback because we did kind of see some of it in the first movie not really all of it we saw like his process of getting his stuff we didn't see everything that he does and this was probably one of the instances where he had to get his medication like during that little time where they uh weren't talking to each other after the fallout between richie and uh bill so uh, he went to go get his medication. Then he hears his mom's voice. Mm-hmm. And he goes into the basement of the pharmacy that he's in. And he mm-hmm. sees all of this like medical equipment and like uh, like blood bags and all of this shit that would make Eddie freak the fuck out because he's a hypochondriac. Um, yeah. He just hears his mother's voice. She's like, "Eddie, come and help me, Eddie! Oh God, Eddie! I'm..." I will. I I will say this: as a much of a hypochondriac as he is, he did make it all the way to save his mom. He did. He did. He succeed at saving his mom. No, no but he tried. But he tried his best. He stayed way longer than he should have. Then we expected him to. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But he gets to his mom. She's like pinned to a chair. And there's, like, a body bag in the shadows that's moving towards them, but it's, like, attached to some handcuffs that's attached to a pole that's hanging off the top of the thing, and it can't get to them super fast. So it's trying to get to him, and then he's, like, freaking out trying to get this, like, 
uh, he straps off of his mom and he's struggling to do so. And she's like, Eddie, why would you abandon me, Eddie? Oh, why would you do that? And eventually the thing gets really close. And inside of the bag is the leper that he keeps seeing, yeah. which goes up and just like full on all makes out with his mom. So yeah. erotic. And, and then tries to, and then it flashes back to old grown up Eddie. And then he turns and sees the leper there. And it. Who's like bigger than him at yeah, this point. And it throws up all up in his shit again. But it, there was a moment where he like he kind of took control and kind of shrunk him. Yeah, he started choking the shit um, out of it. Yeah. All you got to um, do is throw up it, on Eddie and he's like, fuck you, I'm brave now. It also was like a very Deadpool scene. Because just because they used up, just call me Angel oh, yeah. in the morning. Yeah. I was like, what? You don't need to put this in there. That's you don't need to put that but song. They threw in there. it on in there anyway on that ass, Jonas. I, like I, I really liked this second movie, but there was just way too many comedic beats. What's up? Is there a ghost? No, I was just looking at my cups. <laughs> okay. I was like, how many cups do I have, have over there? I should throw some of those away. That's what my pro thought. You had to understand. Yeah, you had, you had to understand that was a weird moment for me. As oh well. yeah. That you, that's what you were thinking. I was like, huh, cups. I need to throw those out. Um, but yeah, uh, it, this movie did have a lot of comedic beats where I felt like it it wasn't really a horror movie in comparison to the first one, which wasn't yeah. a huge horror movie, in my opinion. It was more like horror comedy or horror coming of age in many aspects. Uh, this one uh, was horrific in ways. Um, yeah. Like, there was a lot of things that make you cringe in the movie. Uh, but Eddie uh, gets thrown the fuck up on, but he overpowers his fear and is able to get his token, which is his prescription medicine. Um, and he heads on back. Next up is... What is Mike's token? Um, the Rock. Oh, yeah, the one they threw at Byers. Yeah, in the Rock fight. Um, they don't really show him going through... No, they did. No, they didn't. Did they? No, they didn't. Well, eh. anyway, um, next up is Bill. Bill. It's Bill next. Um, he goes and gets, uh, he's walking around town, and he sees a pawn shop of sorts uh, selling his old bike. Um, he goes in there, he talks to the proprietor, who uh, happens to be played by Stephen King. He likes to appear in his movies. Um, yes. And Stephen King looks exactly the same. I uh, I've never seen him look. He's all he's been old his whole life. Different. Um, but uh, he basically over he sells his bike back to him at a very high price because he knows who he is, and he even makes the joke. He's like, "Oh yeah, you're that after. Yeah, I like your books. Your your endings suck though." And I was like, "Ha ha!" Stephen King is making fun of himself. Um. But he gets his bike back and he just starts riding it around. Um, and he rides into his old neighborhood and he notices that the house that he grew up in uh, is now being inhabited by the kid that they saw at the Chinese food place who uh, Rick, uh, Richie yelled at. Um, and he's like, holy shit, that kid is the fucking... He lives in my house. It's fucking weird. What the fuck? 
And he starts, he rides a little further down and he goes to the street where uh, Georgie initially was killed and dis- or disappeared. And he looks into the drain and he starts to hear Georgie. Hmm. Um, and he sees uh, Georgie with the paper boat and he reaches out yeah. to grab the boat. And as soon as he does, an arm reaches out of the shadows and grabs him. And it slowly starts, like, making... I thought this was visually really cool. It didn't make a lot of sense to me. But it was visually cool where, the like, these mini hands are just stretching up his arm. And then you see Pennywise's clawed hand slowly reaching towards his face. But somehow, uh, Bill is able to get his arm back and he has the paper boat in his hand. Uh, this scene also did not make sense to me because why would Pennywise give him the token? I don't know. Yeah, like, I didn't understand. But uh, the kid from who lives in Bill's house now shows up, and he's like, hey, you stay away from that storm drain. He's pretty much being a crazy person talking to this child. And he's like, if you ever see anything, yeah. you don't talk to them or whatever the fuck. And the kid's just like, I was like, I don't hear shit in that fucking sewer, but I hear something in my dream. Yeah, it's like a bunch of kids talking to, or a clown talking to me. And he's like, don't, you know, like, don't mm. talk to it, or all this other shit. And um, get out of this. He was like, he basically did a Billy Madison to him, like the Billy Madison scene where he drives. You get far away from here, don't you ever? You as far as you can. Don't you? Don't you stay here? You stay here. You never get. You don't go. You don't go back. Um, guys, this is our segment where we do our Adam best, Sandler. Uh, Adam Sandler impression. He been having a hoodie. Don't you ever come back here? Please vote and uh, see who is to see who is the best Adam Sandler impressionist. Me. You know it was me. You better vote for me. It was me. Bitch. I was very subtle. Oh, Chupari Moore, how are you? Chupari Moore, I like your boobies. You got nice boobies, <laughs> Chupari <laughs> Um. Oh, Chris Farley, you two have a great. I miss you, my friend, Chris Farley. I do not miss David Spade, though. <laughs> I see that fool. He's always in the movies on Netflix exclusively. <laughs> Where's Wab Schneider? Rob Snyder owes me money for putting him in all those movies. I have a black friend. His name is Chris Rock. Chris Rock, Rock is my black friend. He lets us say the N word sometimes. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Um. God, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh yeah, he was yelling at the kid to never come back to town, and the kid's just like, "I gotta, I gotta go, dude. I gotta go. Um, I gotta go. I got the carnival. I gotta, I gotta go. Okay." Which is like, Bill should have been like, no, don't go to that carnival. There's clowns. Yeah, but there. then he would have he would have got hit with kidnapping charges. <laughs> it was like, yo, this crazy guy is trying to prevent me from going to the carnival with my family, and I just wanted to ride my skateboard, and I think he might be dressing up as a clown and killing my friends. I don't know what's going on. Also, don't um, how old is that kid? He's like what, twelve? Maybe I think 11, he's like 10? ten or eleven. How how is he skateboarding by himself? Yeah, I don't know why his parents what left kind of him parents? home alone. What's wrong with? Oh wait, parents? no, no, no. Easy answer. This is dairy. Pennywise, Pennywise is dairy. You know. 
But still, I don't know. Uh, but I don't yeah. know. Penny make Penny uh, Penny make parents neglectful. Whip. Pennywise make people dumb. Pennywise make you dumb, dumb bitch. They go back to the hotel, yeah. And everyone, oh, uh, everyone uh gets their tokens. Richie is trying to leave. Ben convinces him not to leave. But then Richie goes through the back door and gets into his car and starts to leave. Anyway, yeah. Where and then Henry is actually waiting outside the hotel. In his Trans Am. Because Henry, who had been locked away in a mental facility all this time, has escaped after stabbing a bunch of people with his knife and is being driven around by a zombie version of his friend who was killed by Pennywise. Yep. Uh, So Eddie is cleaning himself up from all the throw-up. And as he's upstairs cleaning up, he turns around and uh, Byers is right behind him, stabs him right in the cheek. Luckily, just stabs him. Yeah, the didn't sever any major arteries or anything. Yeah, so this is a great moment because he goes, "Oh, what's going? What's going on?" And he goes, "It's time to float," and he goes, he, "Eddie does this thing where he just starts laughing and backing himself up into a bat into a tub, and then closes the curtain, and, and even like Byers is like, "What's going give on? Me, give me my Wait. knife back! Give me my knife back!" And he stabs. Stabs him right in the chest. Yeah, and I was like, and Eddie says this. Eddie says one of the funniest lines ever, which is like, "Cut the hair, man. It's nineteen. It's it's not nineteen eighties <laughs> anymore, or something like that." And I was like, <laughs> "That's a very Eddie thing to do." Just one last clip, quip before he goes, and then he leaves, and everybody's like, "Hey, Eddie, what the hell happened to you?" And he just opens his mouth, and blood pours out of it, and he just goes, "Byers is in the bathroom." Which was, yeah. I was like, that delivery is a straight face. He's he's in shock that one, he got stabbed. Two, he's bleeding a lot from his mouth. And that he just got attacked by a crazy person who escaped from a mental asylum. They go into the bathroom, they look, the window's open, and you just see Byers running outside towards his car. He turns around, he waves at him, and he pulls a knife out of his chest like it didn't even happen. And then he fucks off for a little while. Uh, I think what happens then, next. How did how did he survive that? Because that seemed like it was strange. I don't know, man, life. but I'm just going to assume. I'm going to assume here it's the power of Pennywise. Power of Penny, the power of Pennywise compels you. We can't just, we can't just say everything but is But everything is Pennywise. Pennywise. <laughs> like 99% of the shit that happens in this movie that's horrible is Pennywise related. Um... Everything that isn't is the stuff that happens before they go home, like their horrible marriages and the shit that they're going through in their personal lives. It's not Pennywise related, but once they get home, it's all Pennywise all the time, baby. Um, But yeah, I think after this, it goes to the scene in the library with Mike, right? Yeah, he's yes. doing some... Uh, well, no, no, Eddie, Eddie is, uh, no, Eddie, Richie is, um, trying to escape, and then he sees, uh, on this, on this Jew- sign of the Jewish temple, um, a memorial for Oh, yeah, Stanley. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he has a flashback of Stanley and, um, the, a speech that he did from the first movie, a more extended scene 
from the first movie um and it kind of makes him like miss stanley and he goes okay i can't leave my friends i have to help my friends and he ends up going back to the uh going back to the library to meet up with every everyone and henry ends up at the library about to kill mike yeah and then mike kills henry it was a very no, like no no mike didn't kill henry oh uh, I mean, I mean, eddie uh richie killed henry yeah uh, and it was a very um, the death was very quick yeah I guess yeah it just felt there was no weight to it like he just died it made him more it made him seem like less of a threat than the movie tried to hype him up to be yeah because it like oh. I remember him being a big threat in the in the TV movie yeah um, but in this one it was just kind of like axe to the head he's done it's over I guess because like Pennywise is such a th- such a big big threat. It, like, what what's the point of having this as a threat? Yeah, it probably would have made the movie longer to extend the whole buyers thing and him stalking them around town. Um, so but they... basically, as this is happening, Bill is at the carnival trying to save this kid, mm-hmm. and. He get he goes into a maze, and from what I've been told, that the clowns in the in this maze in this fun house was actually um, taken at, like designed after the uh, what's his name Pennywise from the original movie. Oh, okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. So he ends up in a hall of mirrors. Have you ever been in one of those? Was that a hall of mirrors or a hall of glass? Because it wasn't really it was a, ref- kind of a boat. It wasn't really reflection based. You could see through it. It was just you had to figure out which way you had to go. Well, there was a lot of mirrors in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah. Have you been in one of those? No. I don't think I would. I think I would cry if I was in one of those. I don't want to go in one of those because I would get disoriented and start punching things. Mm-hmm. And if I punch things, then. I'm breaking everything. You know what I'm saying? Fist of justice, baby. Yeah. Fist of justice. Fist of justice. When you when you throw a punch, fist of justice. Pretty much like the first guy I ever punched when I was five years old. I said fist of justice. <laughs> never looked back. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I was in elementary school. First day of kindergarten. This kid came up to me and name was Travis. He was like, "Man, you look like a bitch." And I was like, "What's a bitch?" And he's like, "You." <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, shut up. And he pushed me and reactionary style. I just curled up my fist and I just hurled it at his face and I screamed fist of justice. And I just caked him right across the cheek and he started crying and I got sent home early for my first day of school. But did they know that it was for justice? I, I thought they did. I screamed it loud enough. This whole story's made up. None of this happened. <laughs> imagine though. Uh, um, imagine. I'm not. I'm cutting that last part out where you said it was made. God up. damn it, Jonas! Now everybody's gonna think I'm a badass. Fuck! I just want to think I'm normal. God. Bill is in this house of mirrors and hall of mirrors, house of mirrors, and he sees Pennywise chasing after this kid that he's been trying to stop from being murdered. And the kid ends up into a small room of just the glass. Mm -hmm. And then Pennywise is on the other side of the glass, smiling, licking his big ass tongue at this kid. And Bill's just like, no, please don't, not him, just take me. 
kind of moment, uh-huh. and even the ki- the kid starts to realize, okay, fuck, this kid, this guy was right. I need to get out of here. And Pennywise is like slowly breaking the glass with his with his fucking forehead, uh-huh. and it eats the kid. Yeah, pretty much eats him whole. Like a- and it kind of like sends Bill into a spiral, and he goes, you know what? I got I gotta kill him myself. Bye guys, I'll see you. I'll see you when I see you. I have to use myself. Um, so everyone else meets him at the house because they know where he's going. Yeah, and that's not the first kid that Pennywise kills in this movie. There was a little girl too. That was the one that got the prize from the gay couple. Yeah, which sucked. Her death. Yeah, that was a good. Her her death was like fuck. She she was smart. Like she was smart. She goes, "Why are you in the dark?" And she, she, she literally was like, nah, I don't want to be friends with nobody in the dark. And she starts fucking off. And then Pennywise is like, nobody wants to be friends with me. And she's like, she's too nice, nice because she had a she scar knows. on her face and she knows what it's like when people don't want to be friends with you because you're different. And he used a Barney lesson to kill a child. And I was like, fuck this dude, man. What a, what a great villain. Oh, I'm glad this is getting cut out. Just leave me saying I'm glad this is getting cut out. Don't, no context. No context. All right. Uh, um, but um, meets uh, Bill at the at the house, and he's just like, "All right, well, if we're gonna do this, let's do this." And they go. They did their the the mm-hmm. same thing that they did last time, where they went uh, into the sewers, uh, the well the, in the, the house. The, the well yeah then they went yeah. even deeper and it uh well actually they got to they got into the house and they were being fucked around with yeah. with pennywise again uh where he was carving into ben's stomach who that actor was like i gotta show off abs, my abs bro. Check out somehow fuck i it would have been so good if pennywise tried to carve into it he's like his abs are too chiseled his abs are too good his abs are too chiseled. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, they they see the head of Stanley that was like, it's it's a direct reference uh, correlation yeah. to the thing. It's a direct yeah. correlation to the thing and a reference to the first movie with his head appearing in that uh, bowl of uh, Chinese food. Um, and it's it's like it's probably but, um, one of the better looking creatures cg effects in the movie because it's so grotesque and it's just freaky Uh, they they stan it was it's young stanley's head and it looks exactly like yeah throughout throughout the whole time but um at at this point eddie's like too scared to help he and and yeah because eddie's literally frozen in a corner the entire time and bill bill like kind of like gets in his face about it he just I, i'm sorry i can't i was scared i was scared and billy's like bill's like that's what he wants we can't let him have that we can't let him have that and uh even again it happens again when they get to the sewer and they had to go through this waiting water and bev gets pulled under everyone else goes underneath except for eddie like surprisingly richie yeah. goes underneath too which I'm kind of surprised. He didn't like about. Betty or Bev uh, initially. Bev. Yeah, um, and then Eddie is still scared to go down to even further. He's like, "I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna get us killed." And Richie is just like, "Who, who here 
did this? Who did this? Who stabbed Henry Byers? Who who married a woman three times his size? And stuff like that. He goes, I did. He goes, you're braver like, than Damn, marrying a fat woman is a brave and, a feat? Goodness. Um, and then uh, they go down and they find the crater, basically, where Pennywise was. Uh, where he born. landed. Not yeah. born, but where he landed. Um, and this is where they start to do the ritual, where the deadlights start to come down. And they br- what they do is they burn all their tokens in this in this mm-hmm. leather basket, and they each had to describe something, and the deadlights were coming down, and they had to like say, "Hey, go, uh, in the the light is in the dark" or something like that. The light pierces the dark. Something, something yeah. positive. Um, and as we go, as it goes into the basket. Mike tries to close it and it's stopped yep. by a red balloon. And, and the balloon bigger. gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Way too, too big. big. Way too big. And it pops and there's a giant Pennywise. And Pennywise reveals to everyone, hey, why didn't this work? Why don't you tell them why it didn't work, Mike? Tell them why it, your plan didn't work because you didn't show them the whole thing. You didn't show them what happened to the Native Americans that tried to that tried to imprison uh, them. Yeah, trap me. They all died, they all bitch. Pennywise died. Pennywise was hoeing yeah. the motherfuckers, and Mike was over here like, "I ain't, you ain't gonna hoe us. You got you. You may have gotten the natives, but you're not gonna get us, bitch." And Pennywise was like, "I already got you. I'm right here." Look at me, I'm Pennywise, and he reveals himself to be a giant spider monster with Pennywise features, and everybody's like, holy fucking shit, this isn't an illusion, this is actually Pennywise right now, or the, or the, or it, or whatever it's called, yeah. and, um, basically they have a, a showdown with it, but it's just mostly chasing them. And then it... And then they also do another, uh, what do you, what do you call that? Uh, where the first part where the where they had to get uh, the fetch uh fetch quest yeah. They basically did another fetch quest. But this time, kinda. it was more of uh, Pennywise really. thrusting them into their worst nightmares. Um. Yeah, where it was um, there was a there's an off quote where, where uh. Mike says we have to bring him here. We have to bring him in so we can see his true form. And Richie goes, "I hope it's a no." He says, "I hope it's a Pomeranian." Like a yeah, Pomeranian. That's what it is. I hope it's a Pomeranian. Why can't it be a Pomeranian? And I say that now because so everyone goes into different parts of the cave. Uh, Bev and Ben go into a different part, uh, and they're thrusted into two different rooms. Ben is thrown into mm-hmm. uh, the old clubhouse, which is getting filled with dirt, oh, uh, and drowning him in dirt. Bev is get is trapped in a locker room from the first movie, where she's being dr- about to be drowned in blood while she while on the outside. Everyone has tormented her. Worst people. Yeah, uh, dad included, um, and 
at this point when Ben's about to die, he just calls out to Bev because he says he's not alone. He has Bev. He's like, I love you. I wrote the poem. Bev hears him, grabs his hand, and like pulls him in to save his life. Um, Bill, uh, Eddie, and Eddie and Richie are in front of three doors from the first movie where it said scary, uh, very scary, and not scary at all. So Richie, who was part of who was part of that from the first movie, was just like, oh, he's fucking with us. This is where we go. We go right here. Um, and it turns out it was the scary door. And then they went to the other door that said not scary. That went to said scary. A and it was Pomeranian. And he goes, I know your <laughs> fucking plans, you fucking bitch. And then it did this cute thing. And he goes, oh, my God. Do you and see then... that? And they kind of, it really did, like, lull a them into, a self, into a, like, a, a false sense of security. And it, then it turned into this weird-looking yeah, dog like, monster. Fuck. Which was only like four it was about, feet tall. It was about it their like height, so it was probably like six. Yeah, it was a little. It was about their height, was probably it? like six feet. But they closed the door on it, and uh, it. Yeah, yeah, because Pennywise wasn't the chomping at them anymore, so they're like, "Fuck it." Um, Michael. And then uh, Bill was thrust. Yeah, he was just Mike hiding was the whole just time. Stuck but uh, a rock. Bill fell in some water, uh, and yeah. he ended up back in his basement, where he sees young him. Uh, confronting uh, Pennywise's illusion of Georgie. And we learn, we already had this idea, but we learn that uh, Bill blames himself for Georgie's death uh, because the day that Georgie uh, was killed, Bill didn't, he pretended to be sick because he didn't want to play with Georgie that day. And he has been carrying this guilt with him for his entire life because he feels responsible for his death. That's why he had been searching the barons for him and constantly going, making these uh, layouts of the sewer system to try and find him because he felt so guilty about not playing with Georgie and being able to be there for him when he was uh, taken. Um, but uh, he yeah. finally accepts that it wasn't his fault. Because, you know, he was a kid. Sometimes you just don't want to play with your siblings. You want to be, you just want to be in your room by yourself and all this other stuff, you know. Um, and he's able to let go of that by metaphorically drowning the spirit of Georgie and then himself, I guess. What is Shooting. Well, shooting. Yeah, he shot himself in the, hell's, the head with the cattle gun that kills sheep or whatever from the first movie. And he's able to make it back out of that nightmare. And um, as they all make it back slowly, they uh, realize that uh, it is. Um, what happened? Didn't they like throw something at it? I think uh, Eddie threw something at it and it hit it. And he was like, yo, I heard it. I heard it. Guys, you see that? Oh, well, no, before that. As they're about to kill, as he's about to kill Bill or maybe mm-hmm. Henry or Mike, I mean, um, oh yeah, 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 throws yeah, a rock yeah. at him. That distracts him. He's come on, you welcome to the lose comp. And then as soon as he says that, <laughs> deadlights. Bill Hader, Bill Hader sells this so well because he like opens his mouth wide, 
buckles his knees together and like his yeah. arms just dangle there. And then and then that's when uh, Eddie is like he has that spear. He's like, this yeah. is a monster killer right And he here. throws the metal spear at him. Yeah. And he's like, guys, I got him, I got him. And as soon as he says it, Pennywise just whoosh, impales him through the back, through his chest. He's still alive at this through point, but like they impale him and he's holding him up at this point, like pretty much flailing him around like, look what I did. I got your friend, you fucking bitches. Um, and t- doesn't he toss him? Yeah, he tosses him and yeah. they go and grab him and carry him into a, a little crevice in the cave and Pennywise for whatever reason is struggling to get to them despite being able to manipulate his size but I don't yeah. know maybe he just can't get maybe because it was his true form he couldn't get down there to them I don't know um but it gives him a lot of time to like, what are we going to do? Are we going to escape or we got to finish this thing? If we don't finish it, then it'll just keep happening over and over again. And um, as they're wearing their uh, their options, they figure, uh, hey, there's got to be a way to beat him. Um, he's weaker when he's smaller. That's why he stays so big all the time. How can we make him smaller? And that's when they realize that there's only one way to beat Pennywise. And you know what that way is, Jonas? The only way to beat Pennywise is to bully the shit out of him. What? I Rex, I am yeah, anti But in this case, it's bullying for justice. So what they do is, um, they sneak around the, to the other side of Pennywise and they're trying to get close to the door or the entrance way to escape. And, uh, as they're running towards it, um, they leave Eddie off to the side and like, we'll be right back. Just chill out here. Um, and when they're trying to escape, uh, Pennywise cuts off their, their uh their escape route and uh it's basically taunting them and he's like do you know who, how many i've killed and da, 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 i am the destroyer of worlds and bill is like you're not the destroyer of worlds you're what do you say he's like you're a clown you're you're just a clown no well he's like you're just a headless. well they all uh mention what he is and like what he presented himself to be to them like, oh, you're a lumberjack, you're a headless yeah. boy, you're a creepy old woman, you're you're a clown, you're a clown, that's what you are, you're a clown, you clown, you dumb clown. They're basically just yeah. yelling at him <laughs> and, make, and picking on him. Yeah. You but I think I think even even Richie was like, you butt fucking clown. Who's, who's butt oh, did right. he fuck? Good lord. Um, but he, yeah, they're know. basically bullying Pennywise. <laughs> Um, it's kind of like a cyber bullying, but in real life, if you don't know what bullying is, um, that was a good joke. Um, but yeah, they're, they're bullying him and as they're bullying Pennywise, he starts to grow smaller and smaller and smaller until eventually he's just this tiny little sock puppet with a wrinkly fucking nutsack face. 
and they're like, you're a stupid fucking clown. And who was it? Bill that reaches into his chest and pulls out his fucking heart like it was a fucking yeah. Mortal Kombat game. Yeah. And crushes it. Well, they all crush it together. Yeah. In their hands and seemingly mm-hmm. kill this interdimensional space god monster. And as they kill him, the uh, structural integrity of the cavern that they were in starts to fall apart. So they all... Mm-hmm. And it's a very, very, very sad moment when Richie... He has to leave Eddie behind Eddie. because Eddie has already passed. Eddie. Um, So they leave Eddie's body yeah. down there, which was sad as fuck. And it's just like, damn, who's going to tell his wife that he died? <laughs> and yeah. how are they going to explain that? But, um, uh, yeah, they escape from the cavern, escape from the sewers, they get back to the house. Soon as they make it out of the house, they had a lot of time to get out of there. But as soon as they get out of the house, uh, the house collapses on itself into the giant cavern below. Um, and it's super weird that that house is just on a regular street near regular houses. But it's, hey, you know, whatever. Did you know in the original book... The whole town of Derry collapsed under, yeah, but it didn't in this. Collapse. Uh, they also left out this what the space turtle. Yeah, but I felt like they did. They did like a little uh, nod to it in the classroom where Ben went to go check out. There was a little. There was a. T- uh, there was a oh yeah, when he first walks in, there's a turtle just there. Yeah. Um, they should have had the space turtle in the movie because it, it like the space turtle gives Bill the power to have like a psychic battle with Pennywise, which would have been super fucking cool. Basically, but they yeah. wanted to go with the power of bullying instead. Um, but yeah, the whole house collapses and they all leave and go about their lives. And um, at the end of the movie, you see where everybody is now. Uh, Bill has finally finished his story. Uh, he basically wrote the story of what happened in his childhood and, you know, adulthood fighting against the Pennywise. And he's, uh, gonna sell it soon. He gets a letter. Well, he gets a call from Mike, Mm -hmm. who tells him to open a letter that he got, uh, that everybody got. Um, and he gets a letter from Stanley, um, basically explaining why Stanley did what he did. And Stanley wrote in a letter that, uh, mm-hmm. hey, guys, I'm really sorry about all of this. I know um, I'm not there. If you're reading this, I'm probably dead because I know that if I go back to that town with you guys, I'm going to be too scared and my fear is going to get all of us killed. And so I'm doing this to yeah. make sure that that doesn't happen. And... uh basically uh they're reflecting on like it's a moment of like flashing back to hey um you know we were all friends we'll always be friends no matter what and you see where everybody is now you see that uh mike is still in dairy but he's leaving dairy behind finally um excuse me i burped into the mic Uh, (laughs) um uh not leave it fuck who cares um God damn it, Jonas. No, I um, But you see Mike is uh, setting up to leave town finally after all these years. You see Bev and Ben are on a, a, a boat or a yacht of some sort together, living their best lives. 
Mega fucking rich. You remember that fat kid you used to ignore in middle school? Guess what? He's fucking hot and rich now. You should go be on his boat with him. Um, and where was Richie? Oh no, Richie goes back to Derry and he carves. Cause you see, at one point in the movie, he type he carves an R into his initial into a piece of wood with a heart around it, and you see a, he puts a plus, but he never adds the second letter. Um, and he goes back. But, well, we do see that a second letter was added and that he is he, recarving it. Because there was, like, it, it had some kind yeah, of, like... Yeah, so he recarves it and it. he puts an E, insinuating that he um, was in love with Eddie. Um, and, um... Eddie, yeah. Which, which kind of, like, makes sense in a way. Like yeah, they do bicker like an old married couple. Um. Yeah. Probably he not, since he. Way, we don't know. He. We don't know. He was married to his big beautiful wife. Um. Uh, but yeah, and you just it just wraps up with a nice little bow. Um, everyone except Eddie, who died, and Stanley, all died, lived happily ever after. Kinda. Well, not really, Richie, but who knows. Yeah. I feel like Richie did live happily ever after. I, I feel like mean, Richie was like, I'm coming I am myself, so even though I watched the man that I love die. But yeah, what is it with movies, friggin' gay people? I'll never know. I don't know. But anyways, that's that's our spoiler verse. I love the movie. As as randomly comedic as it was, like way more comedic than the first movie where it didn't really have to be this comedic it was still really good i wasn't scared either i was not scared throughout the movie i was i was fully enjoying the movie and i think that's what the filmmakers wanted they wanted you to really just enjoy the movie don't not make you scared of what's going on not make it a horror movie all right you cannot watch i yeah hereditary is horrifying um i enjoyed this movie as well but i did not like it as much as this first movie and a lot of the inconsistencies were just like some of them were really glaring like i really felt like they should have made more of an effort to like insert insert the uh eddie being uh, gay storyline in the first movie or like even just just him questioning himself it could have been a one off thing where he's like in a fucking store yeah. looking at a porno mag and he picks up a playgirl instead of a playboy you know what I mean like anything it could have done anything yeah. it could have been anything small like and they just didn't um and just the like the flashbacks to things that we hadn't seen from the first movie. It was all right. I just wish they had talked about some stuff for more like, oh, they had a clubhouse. Oh, they did this and that and this and all this happened. Um, but they, you know they don't. They um, but oh, overall it wasn't horrible. It was. I I wish the ending was different as well in terms of like there should have definitely been a psychic battle of the minds between. Uh, Ultra Instinct, God Turtle Bill, and Pennywise. But you know, 
they instead they went with uh, the bullying yeah. is power route. Um, but overall, I thought I thought it wasn't terrible. I thought it was yeah. good. I thought the casting was really good for a lot of the characters. Um, but yeah, I thought it was I thought it was alright. Thanks. Well, it's really late. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the episode. It's late. It's getting late. So, um, we're just gonna end it here. Uh, you guys can follow Rex at R E X T E S T A R O S S A on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, uh, Tumblr. Um, uh, hello, hey Cupid. Hello Cupid. Farmers only. Um, Zynga. Zynga? Oh, God. Friendster. Fuck. AOL Messenger. Or AIM, as they call it. Um, everywhere. You can follow Jonas at J-O-N-A-S-T-Y-D-R-A-W-Z. Twitter, Instagram. Get some art from him. Uh, watch his sexual hip shake on TikTok every Tuesday. Um, you can follow him on Black Planet. He's got an account on there for when he's hitting on black chicks. Uh, JK, he doesn't hit on black chicks that I, they hit on him. Uh, that's not true. Um, (laughs) well, they have, that one time it did happen. That one time, those those two times, they they were like, Ooh, Jonas, I'm a little chocolate. You a little brown sugar. (laughs) Um, you can also follow him on, um, uh, uh, Club Penguin. Wizards 101. Oh, I do. Maple Story. Maple Story. That's a game I played. I miss Maple Story. Still out there. They got a sequel to it now. There's a Maple Story oh, too. Yeah. Let's go hop on that. No. No, I'm not going back. I had an addiction. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh that's the end of the podcast and I guess I'm just going to take you guys out now. Um Oh wait, uh don't forget to uh oh. Uh, rate and review and subscribe to us guys it really helps us out please help us out tell your friends about us tell your friends and even if they don't listen force them to listen tie them to a chair say listen to this you stupid fuck this is this is an okay podcast you th- i think you'll i think you'll enjoy it if you if you if you give it a chance and they'll be like no please help let me go i don't want to die listen. just don't get me Listen to the podcast. My name is Captain Stabums, and I'm gonna stab. Um, yeah, but, no you know, tell your yeah, friends. To I don't know. Uh, we're on Spotify. Oh, God, we're on I'm iTunes. so tired. Um, just you know, we're everywhere, we're everywhere baby. baby. Um, also follow us on we're RJU everywhere. podcast on Twitter and Instagram, mm-hmm. and email us at theuniverserj at gmail if you have any questions or concerns. Fuck yeah! All right, Rex, go ahead and lead us out. All right, all right, and ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of various genders, thank you for coming to the universe according to Rex and Jonas. Like Jonas said, if you got any questions, comments, or concerns, you know, shoot us an email. Tell us how we're doing. If we're doing great, let us know. If we're doing terrible, also let us know because your feedback is important, and we want to supply a product that is great for you. But if you heard something on this podcast, podcast, wow, podcast today that absolutely, positively. Your motherfucking mind. I hope your wig ain't get flipped.
You have just finished listening to The Universe According to Rex and Jonas. It is created by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, hosted by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, edited by Jonas Robinette, with help by audio producer Kyle C. Kelly.